0: Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. I would say happy Monday, but it's Monday and it never makes anybody happy, but the show must go on. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com. Make sure you make it part of your daily routine. We got everything out there. We got All kinds of news and videos. and One of the things, if you're only listening to the show, you're missing out on so much more. Most of, not all, I mean, some of the stuff I talk about on the show is is on the website, but so much of it is stuff that we just don't even get to. Uh, So make sure you're out there. Obviously, you can shop online. You can, matter of fact, I've got a great special online as we speak. Uh, We've got the medals playing out there. And all kinds of different information, so make sure you're out at allamericangold.com. All the ways you can find us on the World Wide Web, find our show through our podcast, uh, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. I I lose track. All the social stuff, it's all out there. Uh, And Ramon, who uh, produces this show, does a great job uh, putting all that stuff up there for us at com, You know what? I'm not going to talk about – you know, it's real easy to not watch football when your team stinks. I mean, the Cardinals are so bad. Nobody, you don't even have to worry about watching them because who wants to watch that? I will say this. Shout out to Syracuse, you know, my hometown. Uh, they whooped up on Florida State, uh, something they really haven't done since like the 50s. Uh, so I was all excited. I actually watched that game at my house on Saturday. Uh, got my football fixed in that way. Lot going on. Matter of fact, do we have a change in how the trade war is going to play out? Uh, we're going to talk all about it. The Chinese are—they're saying they're getting ready to go on offense. Uh, that they're tired of playing defense. We're waiting on $200 billion of new tariffs uh, from the Trump administration. As of right this second, it hasn't happened yet, but one of the things we know, going back to February, and really March 1st, uh, because I want to say uh, uh, somewhere right around the end of February, beginning of March, we'll say March 1st is when the whole trade war stuff really started to take off. And from the inception, what I thought was going to happen may finally be happening today. We've got the Dow down, the NASDAQ down, the S&P down. The dollar is lower, quite a bit lower. You got gold up a 10 spot. Uh, Gold right now, 1,204 in change. Silver up as well. Silver's at $14.20 as news of the trade war uh, starting to gather speed. And this is kind of what I thought was going to happen from the get go. Right? Logically, you'd think, okay, trade war is probably not a great thing. A lot of uncertainty, people getting a little anxious. And maybe I better park some of my hard-earned wealth into gold. Instead, what we got initially was Wall Street loved it, right? The dollar loved it, right? And gold and silver got hammered. And then it kind of started making sense. It takes a while. But remember now, I've been saying it for at least the last several weeks the first round of tariffs was the easy one right the aluminum and steel tariffs not that difficult the first 50 billion on the chinese apparently allegedly not that difficult now the real meat is on the pl- on the table and things are a little harder to understand And we're going to break down at least the reaction from the Chinese. When will we see the tariffs? How much of a tariff it will be? We'll we'll cover all of that for you. Uh, We're also going to, and I hate to do it, but what is happening in the debt market? And this is something, you know what, they don't want to put it in the headlines. They don't want you to deal about it. Nobody wants to talk about what really is happening, right? Focus on the trade war. Let's focus on whether they're standing up or kneeling down for the national anthem. Let's focus on a Supreme Court justice, what he may or may not have done when he was 14 or 15 years old. Focus in on that because they don't want you to focus in on what is really happening and what is going on in the world going on with your hard-earned wealth because at the end of the day really what do you really care about right at the end of the day you really care about i want to be able to provide for my family and I, and I need to be able to do that, and that's what you need to be worried about. And the thing that impacts that the most, no, it's not the unemployment rate. It certainly isn't some survey data given by a bunch of millionaires who just got huge tax cuts. It's not by that. What it really is about is the perceived... Value of your hard-earned money. And I say perceived because remember now, there's nothing back in it. It's really, when you think about it, I I, I really think somewhere in the future, maybe 100 years, maybe it's 200 years from now, hopefully the world's still going then. People are probably going to laugh. Hey, you know what they valued? A piece of paper with green and blue ink on it. Patriot Radio News Hour, we offer you something a little more than that. We'll be back right after the break. 800 951 0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Talking about, we're going to cover two big things today. Number one, we're going to talk about what China is saying they're going to do, what could be the implications of that. And then we're going to focus in on the, I don't even know what to call it, ridiculous, idiotic, stupid. Uh, I don't have a big enough vocabulary, right? I wish I knew these big words, right? I, I need to get, you know what? That's what I need, Wendy. I need a, a thesaurus so I can come out here and, and amaze and dazzle you. Uh, with my increased vocabulary for what the United States is doing to our wealth and then lying to us that it's all normal. And nobody, nobody wants to talk about it, at least not on the television, right? Not on the syndicated talk show host that you find everywhere. I don't care what city you're in; it's the same guys on the on all the same channels giving you all the same misinformation, right? And some of it, it's it's just information, right? But it has nothing to do with what really is happening because they don't want you to know it. Part of the big problem. With what's been happening with the FCC and all the what, quote unquote deregulation, that's allowed for the message that you hear to be controlled by so few. So, first to China. So, over the weekend, we heard Trump was, better, it was supposed to happen today, hasn't happened yet that he's going to start the next round with another $200 billion worth of tariffs. Then there started to be some rumblings out of China about a what they could possibly retaliate with. Then, and this is all over the weekend, then I saw reports that maybe instead of a 25% tariff on this next two hundred billion? It may only be ten percent. And then I kinda I think I understood why. Why the backpedal? Why the difference I mean you're gonna do it. Might as well do it, because that ten percent, that's not gonna bring any jobs home. Do you think all of these companies fired all the American workers, boarded up all the factories took out all the equipment and sent it overseas to China because of 10%? Come on. Didn't happen for 10%. But right? you still got to ship it back here. Right? They were saving 30, 40, 50, maybe in some cases 100%. Uh, so I don't think it will be... Uh, that impactful but here's what we learned one of china's most prominent figures especially in global finance okay so when you talk about uh you got president yi right we know him but we the rest of the guys we don't know very well but this is a guy uh lu Zhiwi is this look at how good my chinese is kidding lu zhi he is the former finance minister okay so so pretty prettiest high level guy he was also chairman of the sovereign wealth fund okay again right think about when we talk about debt sovereign wealth funds are critical because they have to buy dollars They get things. And here's what's so funny. And I just want to bring this up. Why don't they just leave the money in the bank? Have you ever asked yourself that? Why doesn't Apple or Google or Facebook, why don't they leave their money in the bank? Why don't these sovereign wealth funds leave their money in the bank? And instead, they all go out and buy debt. The answer is simple, because they know it's not their money. <laughs> it's not their money, and they don't want to take it away. And, of course, let's face it, FDIC insurance really wouldn't cover those accounts. But just something you should know, right? If they were that confident, right? why would they even mess with it? He came out, so so Lou Jiwei said that the Chinese are getting ready to play offense and said that they could start clamp, clamping down on exports of goods needed by American companies. The Chinese official newspaper, now listen, this newspaper is written in Chinese, and I don't know how to read it, really don't know how to speak it, Uh, But the English translation came in, in this regard, for a more aggressive measure to make American pain worse following the $50 billion of tariffs from both sides. It says while Beijing was considering Washington's invitation last week to revive talks, they are now saying that if the United States goes through with another round of tariffs, you can, you can call those talks off completely. But speaking at an economics forum, you know, and it's funny, they have the same stuff. <laughs> if you want to know what's really happening, you've got to follow these, these forums that they go to because they like to talk about how great they are. All these these hotshot bankers with their great Ivy League degrees and their PhDs, they love to talk about stuff that makes no sense, right? They love to go out there and, and dazzle you with how smart they think they are. You know my feeling about smart people. There's a couple of them in my family. I'm not one of them. Just so you know, I'm not one of them. Smart people, really smart people, are devoid of common sense. They just are. And this is the trap that we've fallen into. But he was at this economic forum in Beijing. And he was calling for Beijing to disrupt the supply chain of American companies. Boy. That'd be interesting. I don't want them to do this. Okay, I just, I want you this would be, this would be really bad. But what, it would be interesting to know, what would that mean? How much do we really rely on the Chinese for us to be able to make things? Is this the reason why you got to remember, too, for weeks and really months, American CEOs and CFOs have been lobbying the president not to go forward with any more terrorists. Maybe this is why. He said that the Chinese vast manufacturing uh, industries could launch a counterattack strategy needed to resist exports or restrict I'm sorry needed to restrict exports to the United States as well as imports of US goods. Only knowing the pain of fighting will stop the war and cause the you know, the United States to negotiate seriously. Lou who was the finance minister through 2016. Serves as chairman of China's national security, social security fund. Right, right, So again, here's another one. They buy large quantities of debt. It's a 1.9 trillion yuan fund. Uh, that's about $300 billion if you were looking for the exchange rate. It manages the assets of government pension plans. So this is what he currently does. He's managing the Chinese National Social Security Fund. Before that, he was the country's finance minister. Uh, Before that, he managed China's Sovereign Wealth Fund. So, uh, yeah, I I think he probably has a, a good deal of power in China. And the fact that they put it out in their own media means what? Yeah, be the mouthpiece. Right, He's the, uh, I, I don't know if he'd be the Larry Kudlow, he's not, the, the titles aren't the same, but he's kind of being that guy for China. The Chinese government said last week that trust, that talks must be on a mutual trust and said that if China, if the increase, if an increase goes ahead, China will have to take the necessary countermeasures, and China will start to counterattack. So there you have it. This was the trade war thing. And again, today, I don't know, will it last? Uh, Is this going to be uh, how the, the new trade war plays out? Right before, it used to be news of trade deals got the dollar weaker and gold and silver higher. And that news of more tariffs went the other way, right? The dollar got stronger, gold got weaker. Now, all of a sudden, after this little uh, shot across the bow, if you will, at least for today, things are very, very different. And I bring this up at something that's really a critical point in U.S. history. Remember now, they fixed it. This is what they told us, right? We fixed it. When they talked about what happened in 06, 07, 08, right? They claimed to have fixed it, right? They got the stock market back plus tax. Got most Americans, right, to pretend, okay, well, you know what? We, they've got it under control. Do they? now we know what happened last week the united states ne- has never spent more money in a single month than they did last month in august i got news for you get ready we're going to shatter the that record almost unrelenting over the next eight years. And really it's probably going to go, I don't know, know how for well, twenty years. I don't know how long they'll be able to keep it up. But this was Bill Bonner. And Bill Bonner, he he's a got a huge following, he's an economics guy, and he and he's talking about a suicide mission. I have never seen people get so emotional about politics. That a long-time friend who had come to visit. In some places, if you dare to say something nice about Trump, they hate you immediately. In other places, if you criticize him, they hate you immediately, right? We we get it, right? It's the 50-50 world. Many investors are sure things are getting better all the time beyond full employment, right? Full employment is like 4%. We're below that unemployment rate. 4% GDP growth. China is going to buckle. That's one of the things, no, they're not. I've been telling you that all along. All under the watchful eye of the Commander-in-Chief. Others, kind of like me, view this as nothing more than reality TV. Manipulated, contrived, and phony. We'll see what he has to say when we get back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing
1: to uphold her legacy by honoring family values, opposing radical feminism, and representing a conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Federal law makes it mandatory for public schools to teach about the Constitution on Constitution Day, which is September 17th, or during Constitution Week, if it falls on a weekend. It would be a good idea for you to check with your local public school and see how it's planning to comply with this law. Our U.S. Constitution is the oldest and longest-lasting Constitution in all the world's history. Every American should read it to understand why it is the fountainhead of our great liberties, religious, political, and economic liberties. The Constitution is the instrument that has enabled America to grow and prosper, becoming the most powerful country in the world, while at the same time preserving individual freedoms. The American philosophy is that government is the servant of the people, not our master. President Ronald Reagan expressed this concept when he said that government is the problem, not the solution. Phyllis Schlafly Eagles has many splendid teaching tools that are appropriate for use during Constitution Week. Phyllis Schlafly wrote an excellent book in 2004 titled The Supremacists, taking a close look at the activism of judges on the bench and how to stop them. She advocated for a balanced and limited federal government. We carry that book and many others of her work for sale still. Get in touch with our offices at Phyllis to see how you can get a copy of that or other books. From her early years until her passing, Phyllis Schlafly advocated for home education groups of students and adults alike. She turned her books and publications into study guides so citizens could inform and arm themselves not only on our American history, but also what's happening in government and culture today. Again, visit phyllisschlafly.com to contact us and find out how to get your copy of The Supremacists and other of Phyllis's fantastic Constitution resources. We highly recommend that you observe Constitution Week by inviting your friends for a series of sessions on what supremacist judges have been doing to our Constitution. Then you will be ready to help President Trump confirm good judges who respect the Constitution the way it was written. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Can activist judges be stopped, or will they continue
0: to overturn laws with no regard for the Constitution or the will of the people? Connect with us at phyllisschlafly.com to hear alerts on rulings made by never-elected supremacist judges and to share your viewpoint. That's phyllisschlafly.com.
1: Thanks for listening, and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
0: Welcome back, Paper Radio News Hour. Remember when Obama was president and how upset the quote-unquote conservatives were with the size of the budget deficit? Where are they? The United States is doing something that has never been done before in Really, when you think about it in a common sense perspective, this is suicide. This is what it is. This is what happens to fiat money. Number one, you surround yourselves with people who decide that the law of economics doesn't need to apply the way it's been applied they created economics. And boy, do we got that, don't we? All these real smart guys with all their fancy degrees and their doctorates coming out and saying, we've got tools in the toolkit. And the only tool they have the same tool that has destroyed fiat money for thousands of years, well, hundreds of years, <laughs> right, since, since the Ming Dynasty, debt. The U.S. government is the largest player in the financial market. And you're like, what? Yeah, no one spends more money than our government. When you really think about it now, we are somewhere around $4.5 trillion of spending from the federal government. right? So when you think about the financial markets, no one's bigger. It's budget policies stimulate or stifle the economy. It's bank, the Federal Reserve, fiddles with the money supply. Oh, yeah, what else? The cost of credit. And remember what I've told you, how they fixed it. They mispriced debt. They mispriced on purpose the cost of credit and said, you know what? Credit's free. That's how we're going to fix it. Credit is free. Of course, everybody who's ever been anybody in economics said that would lead to the beginning of the end. And these same people now are trying to tell you, oh, it's okay for right now. And it is funny, right? Uh, Realities are Donald Trump is the president. I mean, this is Bonner now, and, and he's right. We are increasing budget deficits. Now, that may not be a big deal to a lot of people. Because you could say, well, double, come on. You know, you're the one that's educated us. And since 1971, that's all we've done. Right? The government hasn't run a surplus, not even once. Well, we got some fake years, right? We got the fake surpluses, right? When you factored in the, the trust funds. But outside of that, it's never happened. But here's what's different. See, when things were, quote, unquote, getting better, and I'll use Obama, okay, so we had the big deficit right there, and when we were at the height of the financial crisis and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan were going on, we had the big ones, which, by the way, uh, getting ready to take all of those out with no wars. And no financial crisis, but after that, the deficits did start falling. Right, we we got all the way down to below five hundred billion dollars. Right, we got the four hundred and some odd billion. We went from a high of one point four trillion down to four hundred some odd billion. And, of course, at the same time, we lowered interest rates, right? So a lot of that savings, I mean, the wars ended, that helped. The bailouts were over, that helped. But then they saved a lot of money on interest because interest rates went to zero. So, yes, they got better, but, you know, there was a little, there was some funny business going on. Now. We're doing something that at least in economic cycles hasn't really happened since we went full fiat, which is we have a, you know, let's use their words, a 4% economy. We've got full employment, actually got a little better than full employment. And yet the deficits are spiking. See, we only used to get the spikes during the bad times, right? That was always the reason for doing it. Well, you know, we got to get out of this, or we got to ramp up the debt. Now we're just what? Now we're just ramping up the debt. And here's the problem. It's not going to get any better anytime soon. The government is emptying the vaults at a time when the old economic policy said you should be, what, getting ready for the next downturn. It's bad enough that deficits are increasing in this late cycle, but we lowered taxes and are raising interest rates. Again, another thing we've never done. Right, usually you'd cut taxes and interest rates together, and the reason is because if you cut taxes and you raise rates, you nullify the effects of the taxes you just cut. But don't worry, I know they—they're telling you it's not happened. It just hasn't happened yet. It's going to. Just wait till next year. And I'm going to tell you the headlines next year. Federal Reserve stifling the economy. Rate hikes. Nullifying the the effects of tax cuts. Jeffrey Gunlich. Remember, and this guy's one of the guys, I'm telling you. You know why I like him? Because he was saying the same thing 10 years ago. He was saying the same thing 20 years ago, 30 years ago. The economics did not change. It's a suicide mission the Radio News Hour. We'll talk more financial anarchy when we get back. 800 nine five one zero five nine two. I want you to think about what's been happening every 90 days. The Treasury Department comes out and says we need to increase the size of our debt auctions every 90 days the congressional budget office comes out every 90 days and says oh we're gonna hit a trillion dollars sooner than we anticipated oh we need to add another trillion plus dollars to the deficit over the next 10 years Oh wait, we need to add another trillion dollars to the deficit over the next ten years. We're gonna hit two trillion faster than we thought. We need to add another trillion dollars to the deficit over the next ten years. Every ninety day. Think about what the Social Security Administration comes out with every six months. Social Security Disability Funds gonna run out of money sooner than we thought. Medicare, Medicaid is going to run out of money years and years sooner than we thought. No, we're not going to change the methodology. We're still telling you Social Security won't run out to 2034, but we know that math is horse crap. We're never making 2034. It doesn't really matter. They're broke now. You want to save money? I got a great idea. Get rid of that. Just get rid of it. We don't need your report every six months. You're already in deficit. There is no trust fund. There's a make-believe one. Think about what we do to make it appear that we're not as broke as we are. We've got a made-up trust fund, and guess what? The news media writes reports all the time. About how how much money the trust fund has. I'm going to tell you how much money it has. None. You ever watch that movie Dumb and Dumber? (laughs) Good movie. I mean, if you like really dumb comedy, good movie. Right? They took the briefcase full of money and they put a bunch of IOUs in it. That's what we did. And now we're on the suicide mission. From here on out, and this is just math, I'm sorry, further pressure on the deficit, right? What did I just tell you? Every 90 days, we need to sell more. Now we got to sell more. Now we got to sell more. We're not adding $100 billion. We're not adding $200 billion or $300 billion. We're adding trillions. Yep, trillions. I think 2020 will be the first year the big number goes over $2 trillion. It will be a self-reinforcing cycle. Higher debts and higher rates. And this is how it works right, when you want to pretend the laws of economics don't apply, right, remember all the rules they used to have, right, as long as the debt, to GDP is less than 3%, it's okay, but we're over, we're at five, we're at five, and here's what, here, why, you know why they're not talking about it? Because they know, they know it's going to be five, then six, then seven, then eight, nine, ten, right? And, and, and all is they're saying is, look at this from a common sense perspective. What do you think is going to happen? And they talk about trade barriers, and they talk about all this other stuff. Let's just break down August. One month, the, the government borrowed in a single month $214 billion. Now, listen, there was no government shutdown, right? This wasn't catching up from three or four months of pretending that it wasn't happening, right? No, this was just a regular old month. There's nothing special about August. The government spent $433 billion, of which $32 billion of it was interest on the national debt. You right, start doing math in your head. <laughs> you start to realize, holy smokes, wait, what? That's $400 billion. It's just interest in over a year. Guess what next year's number's going to be? Yeah. A lot higher than that. Five, six hundred billion, seven hundred. It's not going to go down anytime soon. To put it simply, over half of what our government spent in August was borrowed. Yeah, this is this is our great economy. Right? Whatever happened to be worrying about the children and the grandchildren? Right? Listen, you better start worrying because guess what? I've already told all of you, (laughs) right? We're the children and the grandchildren. If you're over 65, maybe you're not. Maybe. 75, you probably got to be closer to 75. Everybody else, get ready. And here's the, the sad part. As the interest rates rise, the amount of interest will rise with it. It is estimated next year. the federal government's going to spend 600 billion dollars on just the interest alone. Don't worry about deficits. One trillion, two trillion, three trillion, four. Trillion. Who's gonna pay for it all? Apparently the Chinese are done. Final segment coming up. Page to Radio News Hour final segment. Gold's up. Gold's twelve oh three. Silver is fourteen dollars and twenty cents. Pretty much the only thing's up today, uh, as the trade wars are getting really, really interesting. But again, it's just a sideshow. Here's what's real. We've been talking about premiums in products. And I've really tried to educate you over the last six weeks of what's happened. There was product everywhere. Go back to March when this trade war started. Product was everywhere, right? I mean, I was selling backdate silver eagles for you know two dollars and seventy-five cents over spot. I was selling twenties at what spot? Spot plus forty. Let me tell you what's happened. There are no backdate silver anything. No backdate silver eagles. There are no backdate gold eagles yeah you heard me gone i'm gonna tell you right now that uh, eric and i we've been do we did this a long time together i don't know that they've ever said it maybe once or twice during the height of the crisis that happened it this hasn't happened in at least a decade only 2018 that's it $20 Twenty-dollar gold, don't got any. But I do in the higher grade. Ten-dollar Indians, five-dollar Indians. Uh-uh. I just bought all the low-grade ten-dollar Liberties that were, are available pretty much in the country. So here's what I do have. I've got 25 five-dollar Liberties. That's it. At 355. I've got quarter bags of junk silver. Dimes, uh, pretty much dimes, what I got. They're $2,800. What else do I got? Not much. I've got an online special going on at allamericangold.com. If you want to go out and grab that, you can. $800. 9510592. And here's the thing you know what? It, you know how much money it takes for this stuff to be gone? The big money is already getting ready. Right? Because, like I've been saying, this is it. The second and the third quarter, they, this was the best it was going to get. Next year, you know what we're going to have? We're going to have more record deficits with an economy slowing. 2020, more record deficits with an economy slowing even more. And listen, this is assuming that we don't get all crazy with China. I do want to think. Could you imagine if China just stopped sending us stuff? Could Boeing build airplanes? Without the Chinese? Could Ford and General Motors build automobiles without the Chinese? Should we build anything without? I don't know the answer. I know this. I don't want to find out. I also know this. If it happens, I want to have all the gold and silver I can get my hands on. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back tomorrow.